plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I am your host, Drew Davison. It is October 10th, Monday. Cowboys fresh off another impressive victory, 28-14. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals at AT AT&T Stadium. Dak Prescott continues to impress. Ezekiel Elliott shows the home run threat. The defense pitches pitches a shutout for three quarters. Uh... You can't have a much better game plan than the Cowboys had against the Bengals. They pretty much eliminated A.J. Green for the most part. Uh, the Bengals' running game was not able to get going. Andy Dalton had was under pressure several m- most of the day. So Cowboys improved to 4-1. and one. In today's episode, I'll play some audio from Sean Lee about the Cowboys' defense as well as Ezekiel Elliott and his home run threat. But first off, everyone's talking about it, quarterback controversy brewing in Dallas. Dak Prescott continues to impress, and there's not much you can say. He, he went 18-24, 227 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, for a 117.9 passer rating. And this is the fourth straight game that Dak Prescott has a 100-plus passer rating so it is going to be very tough to take out Dak Prescott as far as I'm concerned now last night Jerry Jones said Tony Romo is our quarterback he's still the number one guy he's still on schedule Tony Romo is actually scheduled to undergo an MRI today hopefully we'll know those results and I'll weigh in on them during tomorrow's podcast but Tony Romo is on schedule and when he is healthy, when he is deemed ready, the Cowboys uh, are, are expected to put him back in the starting lineup. But my counterpoint would be the Dallas Cowboys are also in the business of winning football games. And right now, they're winning football games with Dak Prescott. And the kid just continues to impress another no-interception game. He is seven passes, pass attempts away from tying Tom Brady's NFL record of most pass attempts without an interception to start a career. Eight away from breaking it. So, depending on how he does it against the Packers next week, Dak Prescott could find himself in the record books. And that is a fair comparison, you know, putting him up next to Tom Brady because, as we all remember, Tom Brady unseated Drew Bledsoe in in 2001 with the Patriots. And a lot of people think that could happen this year given how well Dak Prescott's playing compared to Romo. But as you heard from Jerry Jones, as you heard from Jason Garrett, and Dak's even said it at times this season, this is still Tony's team. So the Cowboys are going to ride, it sounds like, at least give Tony a chance to get back into the starting lineup. And right, wrong, otherwise, that's that's kind of 
what they're going to end up doing. But, uh, again, another impressive game for Dak Prescott. He found six different receivers, targeted eight different receivers on the game. Uh, Terrence Williams ended up five catches, 70 yards. All five of Terrence Williams' catches went for first down. So he he certainly bounced back and and showed some good good uh, mental strength by coming back after what's been a rocky start with the infamous scaff where he didn't run out of bounds in the opener. He had a fumble in week three, didn't have any catches in week two. So Terrence Williams uh, certainly has gotten back on track. And Cole Beasley continues being that good underneath threat for Dak Prescott. He finished four catches, 53 yards. Also had the touchdown early in the game. So, uh, as I said, just a very good all-around performance. And we're going to get into some audio from Sean Lee and Ezekiel Elliott, so you won't want to miss that. But first, let me remind you all to check out the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Cowboys with Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Make sure you go check out all the Locked On Podcasts insiders of each and every team check out locked on nfl with matt williamson goes over all the day's hot topics check out locked on fantasy get all your fantasy needs so please go check out the locked on podcast network on itunes on audio boom tell your friends family co-workers about it the locked on podcast networks got you covered but that brings me to the defense and the Cowboys defense a lot of questions this was the Bengals have plenty of threats I mean Andy Dalton has been a steady steady player in this league for a while the Bengals have been in the postseason five straight years they got one of the top receivers in A.J. Green A.J. Green finished four catches for 50 yards he was targeted only seven times by Andy Dalton Running-wise, the Bengals had less than 100 yards rushing as a team. They had 96 rushing yards on 19 carries. Giovanni Bernard led the team nine carries for 50 yards. They had no rushing touchdowns. Andy Dalton did have two passing touchdowns, but those were late when the game was well out of reach. But uh, we caught up with Sean Lee after the game. Here is what Sean Lee, the Cowboys linebacker, had to say. Just a nice start for you guys. This is a yeah. I mean, I think we've been building the last couple of years playing good defense. And, and last year we didn't didn't play great in certain areas, fourth quarter, you know, mainly turnovers. But there was still some good football and good defense we played. Uh, and we, we really knew that we had to build on that. It wasn't good enough. We had to improve. And I think you've seen that this year we're playing solid team defense. And you can see it on the field. And you know, we have room to improve, but you can see the guys are playing the right way and showing up on the field. How nice was it to see the D-line get to the quarterback four times today? Yeah, they've been playing, they've been playing great. They've been working hard. Uh, you know, this group has gotten better week in and week out. It's because of how hard they work during the week. Uh, you got guys who are, you know, have a chip on their shoulder, who practice hard, and who play hard, and it uh, shows up on Sundays. Other than Zeke's 60-yard run, it seemed like the offense sustained a lot of drives. How, how important was that for you guys to be rested and come out? Yeah, I thought we played good complimentary football on both sides. We were able to, they were able to drive a lot like they've done all year. They've started fast. They've been able to drive the ball. And I thought we did a good job getting off the field early in the game. 
um, you know, getting the ball back to our offense when they were hot. And, we, you know, I think we scored with you know, three touchdowns. Wait. One thing you talked about last year was you, you didn't feel overall as a defense you were getting as many people to the ball as you were back in yeah. 2014. Are you starting to see that again? Yeah, I, think you're seeing, I think you're seeing that, you know, that collective team defense, that, yeah. that effort where no matter what the situation, maybe someone makes a mistake, we have such high effort that we're constantly around the ball. And, you know, that takes, you know, and, and when you keep getting guys near the ball, good things happen. How nice was it? It seemed like AJ Green was not able to get really going here yeah. today. Yeah, well, DB stepped up. DB stepped up. I think we had a good, great game plan for him. Um, I think you know D line got a lot of pressure, and um, you, know, you know Dalton didn't have time in the pocket. Even when we did didn't have sacks, they were still getting pressures, which is really important. So I think it was a, a D line and the secondary stepping up. All right, that was Sean Lee. As you heard, very good. Uh, game by the defensive line. They had four sacks on the day. They actually could have had five, but uh, Ryan Davis had one taken away by a holding call on Justin Durant late in the game. So the Cowboys had four sacks. Demarcus Lawrence's return obviously was nice. So overall, just all around good game. And, and we're going to get into the Ezekiel Elliott audio in just a second. But let me remind you all, as you guys know, football season is here. And if you want to get in the action and play like the pros, go to mybookie.net. It's the most exciting online experience for sports fans. MyBookie features real Vegas odds and incredible player props on every football game. If the game's already kicked off, if you're watching the Tampa Bay Carolina game tonight, it's already kicked off, don't worry. MyBookie has live in-game with odds updated in real time. It's never too late to make a play. Go online, type my bookie in your browser, and sign up today. Use promo code LOCOWBOYS to be entered into their million-dollar prize pool. Or call 844-722-2387. Join the thousands of online players already playing. Only the biggest, only the best, only at mybookie.net. Sign up today. And... With that, let's get into the offensive side. We've talked a lot about Dak Prescott and his impressive day, but Ezekiel Elliott continues to shine. He is only the the first running back in team history to have three consecutive games of 130 more rushing yards as a rookie. He had uh, only 15 carries, 134 yards. His big play, of course, was a 60-yard touchdown run. Uh, he also had another touchdown run earlier in the game, but the 60-yard Zeke Elliott finally shows that home run threat that everyone knew he had coming out of Ohio State. So that was certainly good to see, and here's what Ezekiel Elliott had to say after the game. What did you see out there, and, and how confident are you in this office now that you guys are really clicking on the ground again? Uh, I mean, the old line is the best line in football, and I mean, they make it easy for me. What did you see there on that second touchdown? Uh, on that second touchdown, it was like it was like we were running against a scout team and, and probably it was it happened the way we drawn it up and uh you know when you get a gap like that you gotta go score. And you mentioned the O line, what was the biggest difference this week with just them really, really opening up some big holes for you? Uh, you know, they just been playing their tails off, you know. Every week we're gonna get better, every week we're gonna get better. We go watch film and we, we, we look at our weaknesses and, and, and we work on it all weekend. I mean they're they're the hardest rubber guys I've been around. And so I mean it's not surprising that they're playing as well. The Bengals front seven is pretty stout. Talk about the importance of your line setting the tone from the 
I mean, yeah, they're very big, they're very physical, but uh, I think we have a very big, very physical O-line, and, and we did a good job winning that line of scrimmage and, and starting early and uh, getting some big runs in the first quarter. The line looks great, but you look really comfortable out there as well. How what, how would you measure comfortability week one and week five? Uh, you know, if you watch that film from week one and you watch me now, it looks like two different backs, and honestly, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to get better as the season goes on. And uh, so, I mean, we're still not there yet. We're definitely not there yet. We still got some stuff we got to improve on. We can still get better, but uh, I mean, it was, it was a good win. So you think how? Them adjusting the offensive line, adjusting what you do best, or is it more you adjusting what they do best? Uh, it was me adjusting to the simple, and that's point blank period. You know, and, uh, I just came from a different type of system, and, and I and I wasn't necessarily comfortable, and I really didn't have enough reps going into the first game. So you know, just every week we we we've been working and just seeing what I need to get better at, and uh, just working on it all week. Can you give a help to the touchdown. Can you talk me through the touchdown run? What you saw? Uh, we knew we were going to run that playoff rip when we came out in the second half, and uh, the coaches just saw something in the defense where they knew that it was going to be a big gainer, and it just worked out perfectly. <laughs> I mean, it looked beautiful. I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, running backs love runs where they don't get touched, so <laughs> all I had to do was turn the Jets on. You set a, r- a rookie rushing record for the Cowboys with your third straight. What does that mean to you for to do it for a franchise like the Cowboys? Well, it means a lot, you know, just playing for such a prestigious organization, a prestigious club, and, and then a club where so many great running backs have came through and just kind of breaking the record. That, that That's definitely special for me, but like I was saying, man, that, that old line is incredible. They're the best old line in ball, and, uh, you know, they make things easier for me. So many people talked about this being your toughest test at this point. What does it feel like as a team to pass that test? Uh, it feels great. You know, we never doubted ourselves. We knew what we are capable of, and, uh, and we were a very confident group of guys. So we knew that if this was a good team, this was a good friend, but we know that we're also good, and uh, we were ready for that for that challenge. Given methodical, those first three touchdown drives, were, do, you, do you allow yourself to get a little surprised by how well your teammates play times? Not at all. That's exactly what we want to do. We want to come out and you want to step on their throats, but, uh, you know, we still got so much we got to work on. Uh, we, we came out in the second half. We, we scored in that first drive, but we didn't step on their throats. Uh, not that we kind of let up. We got a little bit conservative, so, I mean, even though it was a good win, we still got a lot of stuff to improve on. We got uh, so we got to kind of get that killer killer instinct, that killer mentality. And uh, I mean, but it's early in the season, so we, we got a lot, of, a lot of time to work on that. Zeke, you're obviously in the same boat. How impressed have you been with Daft, though? I mean, it seems like both rookies continue to impress. I mean, he, I've said it numerous times as a pro. He goes to work, he, uh, his head's in that playbook. He, he's just so... Uh, level temper, tempered, and uh, I mean, no matter what's going on in the game, it really doesn't phase him. And so, I mean, that's why he's so great. Being able to click, have the offense click like this, how great is that going into Green Bay to such a hostile environment next week? It's definitely good. It's definitely a an environment. I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a crazy environment. I've played in a lot of crazy, crazy places, but I, I, I only can imagine how how crazy that, that one's going to be. But uh, I mean, it's good to have some momentum going into a road game. You know, on the road, you need to run the ball. We got a good job running the ball this week. So uh, we just got to build on, build on that. How much of a chip on the shoulder do you have when you face the defense today? And what's 
talks about how good of a run defense they have. Oh, uh, you know, you gotta. I think I, I play. I've been playing the whole season with Chip and Mustard. Honestly, uh, it's kind of. Uh, I mean, you want to block out the outside, but but you still here. Uh, just to have people doubt you. I mean, as a competitor myself, uh, that 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 fires me up. That makes me want to go. And uh, so I mean, coming to this game, not many people have faith in us. You know, they're a little chirping over there. But uh, I think we came out. We we handled business. Do the expectations change for this team now that you're four and one? Uh, I think the expectations don't change. I think we expect to uh, come out and uh, win every every week. We come out to uh, come out and get better every week. And so, I mean, we never doubt ourselves, no matter who's in there. Like I said, uh, we have faith in everyone on our team. We have faith in everyone. So, I mean, we expect to come out and win. So you, you, you finally showed the home run threat ability today. I mean, is there anything else you haven't shown uh, through the first five games? Uh, that's that's what we've been waiting on. We've been waiting on, you know, that that home run uh, threat. But uh, I mean, just. I think uh, I'm progressing really well. I'm, I'm happy with the place I'm at right now, but but definitely not content. Nah, I'm going to get better next week. There's a lot of talk on the outside about Zeke's getting all these carries. Isn't this going to start adding up and can he handle all these? What do you think when people say that about him when you get a lot of carries? Uh, I mean... I think if you take care of your body, you'll be good. But uh, I think we we're, we're, we're finding a good a good little system where where we find out the, the right amount of carries for, for myself and, and letting Al come in and uh, get some work. But uh, I think we did a good job today. I think we only had like 15 carries today. So I mean that's something we're gonna continue to work on. But honestly, uh, if I'm feeling it, if I'm high, I'm not I'm not really. I wanna come. I wanna win ball games. Honestly, that, that's that's why I'm here. I wanna go win ball games every week. So whatever that takes. It takes 40 carries. I'm gonna run it 40 times, and uh, I mean, I'm not really worried about that. All right, that was Ezekiel Elliott after the game, and as you can tell, uh, good positive vibes all the way around the Cowboys locker room. They are off to a four and one start. Not a lot of people expected this, especially without Tony Romo, without Des Bryant for two games, without Tyron Smith for two games. So, uh, a lot of credit goes to Dak Prescott. A lot of credit goes to. Jason Garrett, Scott Linehan for getting their guys and team ready. Rod Marinelli, you can see the improvement along the defensive line. So this Cowboys is a very interesting team right now to watch. And they got another big test this week at Green Bay before the bye week. And then uh, I think that's when quarterback controversy will be in full gear. Anyways, that is going to do it. Please check out Locked On Cowboys the rest of this week. I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully we have some information on Tony Romo's MRI. As I said earlier in the show, he is scheduled to undergo an MRI on his back today. So we should have more information on that, kind of see if there's a clearer picture of when he may be able to return, as well as other thoughts from Jason Garrett following the game. Again, I am Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Please go check out star-telegram.com. Myself, Shereen Williams, and Clarence E. Hill Jr. have all your Cowboys needs taken care of there. Shoot me an email, ddavison at star-telegram.com. Follow me on Twitter at Drew Davison, D-A-V-I-S-O-N. And until next time, take care. 
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.